0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with Remax Results.
2: I'm gonna go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman.
0: Thank
3: you for listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Mimi Shoneman is here. Your Red Hot Real Estate Agent from Remax Results. Good morning, Mimi. Good morning. And I see you brought in company, our good friend from Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Shelley Ferris is with us again. She is our mortgage expert. And yes, our credit, credit contessa. contessa. Oh. Yes! <laughs>
0: good morning, good morning. I
3: was thinking. Of you, Shelly, because it's uh, uh in my house it's tax season like it is so many. So I have been working on mine already.
1: Or, you just swore right here. Did I? Yeah, that three letter word. Oh, tax! Oh, now you did it again. What? <laughs> my brain was like, wait a minute,
3: what did I do? Uh, but you know, I, I actually, I it's it's a necessary evil, like mm-hmm. it is for everybody else. But um, you know, there's lots of reasons why it's actually a positive thing because you know I have a good friend like Shelly Ferris who can sit there and look at my numbers and go, okay, I am working towards eventually wanting to purchase a property, right? so it's, you know, I have to let her look at these things, so that means I have to get them done. That's
1: that's (laughs) making the assumption that you're going to get that honeypot of a refund. No,
3: actually, because Shelly, I will be, Shelly, one of the things that I love about Shelly is that Shelly gives you homework, and Shelly and I had a conversation like six or so months ago about what my tax insurance would probably need to look like to be on the next step, Uh and so I'm listening to Shelly, so I go, maybe I had too many deductions, maybe I had this. Either way, I need to finish them and let Shelly look at them. That's great. I I was like, Kids
0: would listen to me, that's awesome.
3: (laughs) Maybe it's because I'm a mom, too, and I know right. my son doesn't listen either. So I'm like, don't mm. be like that. You like, I need to treat Shelly the way that I wish that we I got can treated. Learn. Yeah. We can learn. Yeah. So, yeah. Shelly, what's your NMLS number, please, right, for everybody? Right.
0: So my personal, 367-826, and company's NMLS number for Sierra Pacific, 1788.
3: And you guys have been super busy. I know that there are lots of people that have questions out there. And uh, we are going to cover what today, ladies? What are we going to go over today?
0: Well, we're going to cover uh, uh, new terminology, perhaps for a lot of you out there in real estate. It's called non-QM. And a lot of people don't even know what that is. A lot of people in real estate don't even know what that is. It's non-qualified mortgage. Okay. And it means if you're outside the box, like so many people are, once all the rules changed... What? I don't get a mortgage anymore? No, right. you do. You get to qualify under new rules called
1: non-qualified mortgage mor- uh, rules, and that's what we're going to discuss. So, Shelly, so who would be uh, someone, what, what does a non-qualified person look like? Who are they? Great,
0: great question. Okay, so non qualifying and these are just little teasers, we're going to get into it deep here in a little bit, but uh, n- uh, non-qualified people are self-employed people, right? I mean, you have uh, self-employed tax returns, you're taking these deductions that we're talking about, Shannon. Right. And, Right. And uh, perhaps maybe your first year wasn't your best year, but right. the second year you knocked it out of the park. Well, in the real rules and the regular qualified rules, I have to use both of those years. And that first year is going to drag you down some. Right. But in non-qualified mortgage, I only have to use the one year. And so that's going to help you qualify for more home, higher payment, exactly what you're looking for. This you know, sounds
3: like a great opportunity for people out there because a lot of what we talk about here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show is that you don't even try for a mortgage because you're so fearful of that no
0: right. that you're gonna get. Exactly right.
1: Yeah, and for those of us that are self employed, like you and me, Shannon. Yes. And well you too. It's complicated. Complicated. Exactly. We're all self-employed mm-hmm. in here. Oh um, big happy family. It is kind <laughs> of you know, it's like what do you do? You know, if you want a house and you don't want to rent anymore. And so this is gonna be so great for all of those people out there like nope. us. Yep. Yes. We're so so lift if you have curtain if you have <laughs> questions,
3: you can always be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. The number is six five one six four one. That's six five six five one six four one one oh seven one again six. We always encourage you to call in and be part of the show.
1: Absolutely. And we also have a lot of great links posted on our show page like we always do. And uh, we got a really great uh, uh, someone checking out our divorce information this morning. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, We've got information like that because we know that, you know, sometimes after the holidays, you know, that person doesn't look so good anymore. (laughs) You know, I don't know. You maybe know. it just brought it it's to a like, head. those socks at the end of the bed, you're, you're done. <laughs> you know, this
3: time of year, you start thinking about not only, uh, you know, we went through a, a, our little love holiday, but we're moving into spring. So you start looking for transitions. So yes. maybe you are transitioning out of one relationship <laughs> <but> to another. <laughs> yes, we're maybe you in are. House. Yes. yes, clean and house. Um,
1: <laughs> so there's that information. And we also have View Greater Minneapolis Homes, which is a great search site for you to be able to shop for a property and uh, take a look at what's happening in your neighborhood. So be sure and register on that. Um, so Shelly, let's just kick off and start talking a little bit about what what what, what should people know about this QM?
0: well uh the one the one thing mostly I want you to take away from today's program, and we're going to prove it to you again and again and again is if you've ever been told no before because you can't fit the mold right they're, they're, the mold is gone, okay? okay the mold is out the window, so lots and lots and lots of ways for you to qualify uh, um, I have an example here uh, uh, at the end, but where it talks about how if you let's say you're going to buy a condominium yes okay and it's a brand new construction condo down here in downtown. Uh, minneapolis and uh, this is where you've always wanted to live this is kind of your launching pad of your business so you can cover the twin cities easily but if you're that first buyer in that condo you are out of luck sadly out of luck nobody wants to take the risk of being that first person in uh as a lender in that uh in that unit that's called a non-warrantable condo
3: now why is that the case
0: because they, they 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 we don't know yet what the sales activity is going to be in it. We don't know okay. how people are going to pay, how many investors are going to purchase in there versus primary residents, and all of those types of mortgages perform differently, oh, and they might okay. have different risk elements to them. And so until usually until they get to fifty percent sales in that condo, now you're a warrantable condo, okay. and you're able to e- get financing much 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 easier. Fair but enough. that doesn't mean you can't get financing. Okay, in the beginning beginning and that's called a non-warrantable condo and that falls under non-QM and we can do those all day long.
1: Wow that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, I want to take a buyer out and Mm -hmm. they've got their eye on some brand new construction anywhere not necessarily condos right? Right absolutely. Okay so um, they've got their big bank lender that they're used to banking with and that sort of thing and they've even called maybe some online places and they can't get any treadway with any of those people, they're, they're getting nose right and left. Mm-hmm. So why would they think, the thought, to even there might be a program out there with someone like you at Sierra Pacific? Right. They they
0: wouldn't, unless the listing agent that's sitting in the condo development, well, this would be specific to condo. But any new construction, you can do that right off the get-go. Any lender will do a regular house on a lot, downtown Plymouth, Minnesota, or whatever. That That's fine. That's not non-QM. Non-QM, it, it would be specific to the condo market.
3: Shelly, is that kind Kind of. And and Mimi, is that kind of like when you were talking about doing that market analysis? So there's other properties, even if it's new, that you can kind of compare it to? Is well, that why it's so, okay?
1: Or? So if you've got a brand new development mm-hmm. and you really don't have any sales in there, you're going to have to do something else to get your comps. Okay. You can't, you can't invent something that doesn't exist. Right. So you're going to have to go in bands around that development and get to another development that's similar to that. Okay. So let's just say that we're here in St. Paul and we've got a new development and nothing sold in there yet. Right. So, I mean, so we're going to have to go and find another development that looks very very similar to that. Okay. If we can find the same builder in a certain range, that's what we would have to do to be able to provide the comparables for that. Okay. Right, right. And that that poses risk to the
0: lender because if you're comparing it to another development, well that's older, that's established, that's filled out. This is new development in that there, we don't know yet what the appetite at this price range in this specific location of this city is. So it's the value piece, the appraisal piece that comes into play Fair that enough. makes it fall out of qualified mortgage. Loan. Got it.
1: So what would somebody need to do um, if they found themselves in those circumstances and they needed a mortgage for that place?
0: Right. So they should call me immediately. <laughs>
1: Stop what you're doing. <laughs> I like it. And who should they call? Easy actionable action. Easily actionable. Yeah. And so tell
0: everybody how they get a hold of you, Shelly. They get a hold of me on my cell phone, that nasty thing that's in my (laughs) hand most of the day, 612 839 6918. Gotcha. And I will gladly help you through the mess. Mm
1: -hmm. So when we come back from our break, where do you want to talk about next, about the things that people should know about QM? Well, we'll definitely continue to touch on QM and get more specifics. Um,
0: and we also have a guest in studio with us today. I'm lucky enough to have one of my uh, clients that we closed in September. Uh, Ed Smith happens to work for KSTP. Ah. And I ran into him in the hallway the other day when we were here shooting some commercial spots. And he was kind enough to come in on a Sunday. And we'll hear a little bit from him.
3: So it's <laughs> going to be a very exciting show. Again, we'll also be willing to take your questions If you want to call us at 651-641-1071, we'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Thank you for listening to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. also available online at mytalk 1071com keyword Red Hot. Whenever you go to that Red Hot Real Estate page you can also get a copy of these guides
1: that we have and all these amazing links. Right Mimi? Absolutely. And so we do encourage you to, to check those out. They're absolutely free. Uh, we have things to, th- things to consider easy for me to say when you buy and sell your house. Both uh, winter uh, 2019. So be sure and take, take advantage those. those change every single quarter, and so we've got those posted right there, for real handy for everybody to just download. And we encourage people, if you have a question, you can
3: talk to Mimi, our red, our super real estate agent from Remax Results. Also from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, uh, our good friend Shelly Ferris is in this morning. And Shelly, I have a question for you. Our friend Kim hit us up on Twitter. Kim, thank you very much for sending in this question. She says... What uh, she says, question, does it make sense to take a loan from my 401k to put enough down to avoid PMI? Does that okay. make sense, yes. Shelley?
0: I, 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 yes, it does. And I, okay. and I get that question a lot. Thank you for question.
3: sending that in, Kim. Everybody can also Indeed. hit us up on Twitter. I'm at Miss Shannon, Shannon with an A. That's a good way to get your questions in as well.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so in general, you know, it's kind of hard to give specifics because I don't know your overall financial picture. But uh, if you're like everyone else and you're not ready yet to retire and you don't have gazillions and gazillions of dollars in your 401k and you're maybe going to squish that down to hardly anything, um, I don't find that to be smart, okay? There are many ways to avoid mortgage insurance, okay? You don't have to just put 20% down. By putting 20% down, you also lower your monthly uh, principal and interest payment, and if that's part of your goal, then we have to look at this differently. But in general, if you put down, and if I were on the other side of the microphone and I was looking to buy a house today, this is how I would do it. I wouldn't put 20% down. I wouldn't use up so much of my liquid cash or potential uh, investment money towards the down payment. I would put 10% down payment and look at an alternative mortgage insurance option. You can pay up front, which means you're basically buying out. You're buying out the insurance portion of of the mortgage. You can finance the mortgage insurance premium, so you don't have to pay it as part of your monthly. Um, Or you could do a second mortgage, so you could do a first mortgage and a second mortgage, and therefore avoiding the mortgage insurance option. Or you could just put down the 10% Take your lumps and accept your monthly mortgage insurance. In about two years, you'll likely have enough equity, depending on what you're buying and where you're buying, to just get out of that mortgage insurance outright. So I just listed four different ways Those you could avoid options. mortgage insurance without having to deplete all of your 401k money.
3: Thank you very much for that, Shelly. And Kim, thank you for sending in that question. Lots of ways to get your questions answered today. If you have one for Mimi or for Shelly, again, the number is 651 641 one and we were talking about non—you
0: said non-qualified mortgages, right, Shelley? Right, exactly. Um, but um, I think first what we're going to do is go over and chat with Ed. He was a qualified mortgage uh, 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 customer uh, not too long ago. Um, Ed, say hi to all the folks today oh, in Radio Land.
2: Thank you for having me. <laughs>
1: yes, of and course. so Ed actually is famous, and he actually works here <laughs> at uh, you know. KSTP, and, you know, he actually is an engineer and knows how to do all of the gadgets and things, and uh, welcome.
2: Well, thank you. And it's the thing, you know, I, I know all the gadgets, but I didn't know real estate. Oh. So <laughs> that was scary for me. We okay.
1: all have our areas of
3: expertise. That's very wise.
1: Yes, indeed. So, so Shelly, talk a little bit about um, your, your memory of when Ed contacted you. So um, Ed gave me a shout. He was in the real
0: estate market and needed to get... Uh, qualified for his mortgage he had spoken to another lender or two and um, was referred to me and uh, and then we just started the process so Ed uh, share with the folks where were you at what was going on in your life at the time when you found that you needed to buy a property and we connected
2: well I had been looking at properties and the problem was if you weren't pre-qualified when you walked in and you couldn't put down a, um, a an offer you weren't going to get the property they were selling so fast. Exactly. Uh, so I had reached out to a couple different lenders, and they weren't getting back to me. It was drawn out. I felt like I was jumping through all these hoops. Uh, Shelley re- was recommended to me, and I contacted her. And, and after uh, discussing a few different things, she was you know, uh, very enthusiastic. She realized that I could qualify for a VA loan as well as a conventional loan, and we went down that path.
1: And so um, what was going on in your life? Was there any sort of transitional things happening that made you want to move?
2: I uh, relocated back to the twin cities from Alexandria. I was there for 25 years uh, after moving back down here, went through a divorce um, and my wife, ex-wife now had had taken care of all these things. We had bought and sold houses in the past, but it was um, in a small town and it was as a, a, a team. So we did it that way. Now, Coming out of divorce with settlements and everything like that, there was a lot of questions, a lot of concerns of what I could afford, you know, and what I should even be looking for. Right, right.
1: and so I imagine there, even though you had been through the process, you'd bought and sold before. There's some trepidation there when you're doing it for the first time on your own. It's all Ab- new.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And
1: so how did how did it work when you sat down with Shelley? Um, what sorts of things did she asked for um, what was the process like
2: she made it very easy the things that she asked for it, it wasn't in code she made it very <laughs> clear what you're looking for it, it's so often that you know I, i'm being asked for different statements that i'm not sure what they're even asking for uh, shelley was very patient with me as a matter of fact i went through a, a, a health scare and i was laid up for a couple of weeks but the wheels didn't stop turning shelley was able to continue doing everything and uh, we had closed on the property with no problems at all.
1: That's awesome. And so throughout the whole process, because I know I've worked with Shelley many times, um, she's very nurturing, wouldn't you say? And <laughs> I c- agree, caring. And so she kind of guides you ha- ha- in that way, um, so that you feel like you're comfortable and that you're you're safe.
2: Right. And I'm I'm a confident person, but I did need handholding. I you know, I needed somebody to explain these things to me and. Um. It, it, at, at first I got pre-qualified and she said, okay, now go look for your house. And then when I found the property, I remember sending her a text. I found it. What's the next step? And she was right on it. I mean, it was constant communication. She told me what I should be looking for, what I should do. And it made the whole uh, process very unscary. That's, that's
3: awesome. Ed, that's wonderful that you said that it was, you know, it was probably a, a, a big change for you to go, I normally think I can handle a lot of these things, but I do need to admit, I do need someone to hold my hand through this process. It's not something that I'm familiar with. Who's going to communicate to me in a way that makes sense?
2: Right, especially when it comes to something like that, if I, I fear of making a mistake, right. it could be you know, a financial disaster.
1: Yeah, and so what was, in your opinion, the hardest part or the most difficult part of just the whole starting to look uh, to the time that you closed?
2: Admitting I didn't know what I was doing. That was for me the hardest part. Wow. Um and once I found the property, like I said, Shelley took care of things. She said, Okay, next step will be this and then it'll be this and it went so quickly I started getting nervous thinking this is going too easily. But it it just went that smoothly. Okay. And I think uh I was in within a, a three week period of the process of, of finding the house and and packing up and moving—that's
1: very, very quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are some of the things can you remember that um, surprised you that you didn't know?
2: That there were so many different ways to qualify for a mortgage. Okay. Um, I had used a VA loan back in the '80s, uh, late '80s, and you know, since then that house had been long sold. Um, I didn't know what I, I would need to do to advance looking at that option. Uh, And she said, you know, even if that doesn't work, let's look at conventional loan, let's look at a couple different ways to do it. And, And she guided me through those, that there was many options, not just one, and if it didn't work out, I'd have to start over.
1: Yes, and which program did you end up choosing? A conventional VA?
2: A conventional VA.
1: And were you finding that sometimes sellers were reluctant to accept different type of mortgage programs during your search?
2: And that was a rumor I had heard, and I even asked Shelly that. I said, you know, I I've heard that if I bring it up, some of the sellers would kind of back away from my offer. And she made sure I was, you know, comfortable. She said, No, that's not a problem. Uh, everything will work out fine, and it did.
0: That's awesome. That's what I find too. Is that a lot of times people have the misnomer, and even agents have the misnomer that oh, we don't. My seller doesn't want VA. My seller doesn't want to go down that path. It's gotten a bad name because there are a lot of potential work orders that get called on a property, and you okay. as a seller don't want to fix all these things. So the the listing agent sometimes will, you know, kind of direct the transaction more in a conventional route than in a VA route. And uh, I shared with Ed that my experience has not been that, that uh, sellers are just as apt to accept a VA offer, that um, especially if the listing agent can explain things a little bit better, and then that there, there just seems to be a little bit more of a um, an American that's going across real (laughs) estate and Mm -hmm. that you know we we want to support our vets we want to be there for them and whatever we can do to help them because i don't know about y'all out there but I couldn't do that kind of work. There's no way that I could go out there and put my life on the line and be a veteran um, in the end. And so I am so grateful and so thankful to those people that can do that for us in America. And we thank you, Ed. We thank you so much for your service, truly and really, from the bottom of our heart. So um, if we have to fill out a little bit of extra paperwork for a VA loan, we are very happy to do so.
1: And so sometimes as the listing agent, um, it's really um, in this kind of tight uh, buying environment, it's helpful for us to hear from the the loan officer. Mm-hmm. And I know, Shelley uh, from experience, that you do pick the phone up and mm-hmm. you call and you talk to them and sell your clients. Right. That's to exactly the what I do. Yes. And, and
0: tell them how far along we are in the process and what a good, solid buyer we have that, you know, really, you don't need to look any further. This is the offer that you need to accept because we're going to make it all the way to the closing.
1: Yes. And I can tell you, it means a lot to to sellers to have that happen. It's it's that extra touch It's also um, selling real estate and buying real estate emotional process for all parties, all parties. Right. And to know that you're you know, you're getting that stamp of approval from a neutral third party that's saying, yes, I'm putting my name on this. In addition, I've done the due diligence and this this person is rock solid. When you stack that up against maybe five other offers and nobody else's loan officer called to do that extra step, who do you think leaves the lasting impression? Right, exactly. That's
0: part of my regular service.
1: You know, and so, uh, yes, absolutely. And so, Ed, would you recommend Shelly Ferris with Sierra Pacific to your friends and family?
2: Absolutely. And, and, You know, if I do move again, I will do the same thing.
1: Awesome. And, you know, thumbs up. I've worked with Shelly. She does a fantastic job. Um, Kudos to you both. And thank you for coming in and and letting our listeners know that, you know, they've got somebody local here that works actually in this industry in radio and television that has used Shelly Ferris. And uh, we appreciate your testimonial.
2: Absolutely. Thank you for having me. And we
1: are going to go to break when we get back. We're going to talk you through the
3: process of getting that non-qualified mortgage. You know, so many of our my talkers are like us, that you're out there. Maybe you're an independent contractor and you're like, how do I get into a home? Well, Shelly and Mimi are going to help you with that. We're also going to take your questions at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also available at MyTalk1071.com keyword Red Hot. Mimi Shoneman is here, your super real estate agent. Also Shelly Ferris is here. Our credit contessa. Mm. And today not only talking about credit, but talking about how if you're a little out of the norm. you know, And I think that that's a lot of us, right Mimi when we're talking about this. There's so many of us that used to have that job where we worked at the same company, we got the same W-2s for years and years, and then you transitioned. And we're out there free free living, independent contracting, you know, not the same that we used
0: to. Mm Yeah.
1: So, you know, that's a, that's a whole lot of us in that, in that bucket. Right. You know, it's, it's you, it's broadcasters that, you know, have their own business, their own company. It's me, real estate agents, it's Shelly, it's mortgage people, it's Plumbers, right? That are coming out to your right. house. It's your roofers that come out and they have their own company and they've got the the truck with the name on it. Yes. it's it's the waitresses and the servers and all, doctors, lawyers. All, you name it. If you don't have somebody that pays you and you're out there hitting the pavement and you're generating your own business, you fall into this category, right, Shelly? Right. Exactly. And I remember right. the first time
3: I talked to you, Shelly, it was really as someone who had purchased a house before, but it had been a while. You know, I'm like, well, I wish I had done this two years ago before I quit my job job. Right. I'm going, now I have all these paperwork. How am I going to do it? I don't have one place that I'm employed. And I'm like sitting there just prepared for Shelly to go, yeah, you're a hot mess. And she didn't. Not at all. She was like, oh, yeah, just bring it all in. So, just put saying, it in a folder, bring it in. Bring I got it in shoebox. <laughs> yes. All those receipts. You know how and we do. She, she actually gave me a little pat on the back because the fact that mine actually fit in a folder. Oh. And I was like, it's actually what? surprisingly <laughs> organized for it being a giant mess. That's and to awesome. have somebody help you navigate that when instead of having maybe one W 2 like mm-hmm. you used to for years and years, that you have, you know, 20 pay stubs and a stack of 1099s. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's yes. a lot of work to have it somebody is. like take that
1: spaghetti string and pull it all straight I think, for you. I think a lot of people think if they've never done it or it's been a long time that they're embarrassed mm-hmm. to bring their, their junk mm-hmm. and they think that everybody else is so organized and so together yeah. and so with it that, that they will be embarrassed that mm-hmm. they're not maybe perfect mm-hmm. and what does it look like when somebody walks into your office for the first time? Right, yeah,
0: it's the gamut. It's everything from the box, mm-hmm. and I wish it was just a shoe box. There's usually a very, very large box
1: with, <laughs> <it> <laughs> with stuff enough. coming
0: out of it. Or, yeah, they've got it all organized down to folders, and it's got that compression file, and, oh, you needed the <laughs> bank statement from last month. Here it is, all the pages. Okay, what else do you need? You know, I wish I could be that person. I am not that organized person. But... There, but the mortgage industry has heard you okay we understand that not everybody fits in that box and so they've come up with these products and like you know even taking a step back from this why did this occur why do they suddenly hear us well you know back in 2007 eight89 when the mortgage meltdown happened um, mortgage companies got very conservative and they said oh you you people scare me you shoebox people you scare me I'm not doing I'm not dealing with you so if you can't fit in this nice square box that we have I'm sorry you're gonna to have to find some other funky way to get your houses financed because it's not gonna be through a regular mortgage company. Right. And they realize now over the course of time, okay, you know, the sky is not continuing to fall. It's pretty much finished. And and uh there still are people that are good, that make good income, that have good money to put down payment, they've got decent credit, that they might have this risk of They don't fit into the box of income that the rest of us fit in, but the rest of their life is pretty much put together and we can see that on paper. We're gonna take a risk and we're gonna say yes, we're willing to take you on and give you a mortgage. We're willing to give you some money to buy your home, you'll put the down payment and we'll give you the rest even though you don't fit in the regular guidelines. And that's how non-QM was born. And we're seeing that grow as the largest growth in our industry today. There are more and more companies that are willing to take asset based Programs, for example. Okay. So let's say, for example, you are um, maybe you've even retired. Let's say you've retired, and yeah, you make a little Social Security. So you're a retired individual. You've got some good money in the bank. Uh, you've got your good investments that you're you're uh, reaping some in, uh, income from. Right. But if we took those same assets and we put you in what they call this asset based program and plug in the right numbers, we can see what your return on investments to be on those and use that income as part of your qualifying income so oh, can okay. I ask you
1: a question hmm? what is an example of an asset that you would would see right so a
0: really like maybe a pension a big pension that you uh, that built up over the course of time. Perhaps you were really a good investor and you've got some good uh, stocks and bonds. And so those are reaping some uh, monthly monetary benefits to you. Maybe they're not the exact same every month. And that's what would fit you in the qualified mortgage world. But maybe yours fluctuate. Well, guess what? Those fit in the non-qualified mortgage world. So if you've been told no before, because it's not static income, it's not what I can rely on every month, it's not the same. Maybe one month you're getting $2,000 out and the next month it's 600 And now an underwriter can't look at that and say, this is reliable, stable income. I will allow you to qualify for a mortgage on it. So now we take that person, that same person that was told no to, and plunk them in the non-qualified world, and now they get their yes.
1: So what's the difference? I mean, uh, what do people need to know about what the difference is between a qualified and a non-qualified? So let's just say they're right on the border. They might, in a little while, be able to do the regular What's the difference to them?
0: Well, they can buy today, first of all. We all know that home prices are going up. And do you know what's going to happen with interest rates next month, next week? Because I certainly don't. So if if you want to buy now, if you want to buy with the surety of today and not put a pin in it and then revisit it 12 months from now with the added risk of what's the prices that I'm going to have to pay and where are those interest rates going to be or am I going to have to accept an arm because the fixed rates are going to be too high for me.
3: And the arm, is that a adjustable thing that you tell yes, us to try to stay away from adjustable rate mortgage okay.
0: right yes exactly which isn't a bad product it's just a different product that you have to you know really understand before you bite think, out that one you
1: know i think that there was a lot of media press about arms yes. when the market tanked because there was a lot of of folks that had arms adjustable rate mortgages that didn't understand what they were buying. Right, exactly right, yes. And And you need to understand it. Yeah, because that's very specific, especially when you can, when rates, you know, I know everybody thinks rates are high right now because, you know, three looks really low, but Honestly, this is like, this is so low. It's ridiculous. Right, indeed. Yeah. Um, uh, under 5% to get money for 30 years. Are you kidding me? Right. All yeah. day long. Take and that.
0: We busted through 5% for a little while in the, in the middle of the fourth quarter last year. And, uh, but it, it's it's important to get the word out that those rates have relaxed and we're back into the mid fours again. And really folks, if you're waiting for the threes, I'm, I'm, I feel worried for you because I just, it's, I just don't see it happening in the you know near future at all in the next two to three years anyway
3: you lose that term waiting and I have a question for you Shelly and Mimi and I know that we don't we can't crystal ball things but I think that a lot of people like my friends are going oh wait something's gonna crash give it this give it that much time Mm. what do I tell my friends they're like no I think I need to go and do this now
1: well, if all you have to do is show them and we can we pro- can provide this information easy enough on a graph form right. to show you where mortgages prices were and where they are now. Right. Over historical time. Okay. Um over 20 30 years. And you can see that, you know, historically prices are as high as they've ever been and okay. it's projected to keep going up. Okay. Mortgage rates are historically low because they have been as high as 18 ish percent. Um, That's that's not the average. Right. So, you know, my parents generation, they they almost brag about the fact that they got a mortgage for 18 percent. Right. And, you know, their car loan was 20 percent. I mean, you know, so you talk (laughs) about crystal ball. We don't know. Right. We do know that they have gone up dramatically in price over the last three years. And we do know that mortgage rates are a lot higher than they were the last three years. Mm-hmm. So w- all you have to do is just for common sense, ask yourself, where do I think it's going to go? Right. And when you see that kind of timeline, that's where it's probably going. Right, mm-hmm, Shelley? Right, exactly. And I tell people, you
0: you, you may be right. Mm-hmm. You may be right. There may be a crash in the future. Right. But what if you're wrong?
1: Yes, Here's, okay, the thing. Here's the thing that I can't get. I, I really, you know, and I'm a realtor, uh, you know, this rent situation that we're in right now, when you can, when you can buy a $250,000 house and your payment is lower than your rent, what is that saying I just met with a gentleman yesterday a VA buyer
0: in the afternoon he is paying 18 hundred eighty dollars a month in rent we figured out what that would be for a 30-year fixed mortgage on VA it's a three hundred thousand dollar home and wow. he cannot wait to buy a house he is <laughs> okay. so excited yeah, yes I, I
1: mean so you know while things there's inventory is low you want to get in as fast as you can in my opinion right because I would be I would be very afraid to be renting in in this environment i'd be trying to figure out how am i going to go to fiji and get me a hut mm-hmm. so i don't have to pay this 1800 a month you know the same
0: gentleman told me that when he started renting two years ago his rent was 1600 so his rent has gone up 280 a month in yeah. two
1: years that's wow. so okay. fast yeah and you know That is the thing, Um, you know, in all seriousness, if if you are on the fence because you're Mm self-employed and you just really didn't think you had any options, at least it warrants a phone call um, to contact Shelly Ferris with uh, Sierra Pacific and have a dialogue. She is our credit contessa. So if you also are credit challenged, um, she offers a special for folks to review credit. What is that special? Right. Yeah. So we're doing
0: that special. We're continuing on because we've been able to help so many buyers with this special so it's a $100 value i will sit down with you and assess your credit we'll take a peek at what your credit uh, each t- individual trade line looks at looks like we'll see why your score is attributing as it is based off of that credit information and i'll give you advice on how to increase it
1: and that's a great deal right i mean i you know it that's scary if you are self-employed and maybe your income's fluctuated. Maybe you were a little late on something, something, right. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so sometimes
3: you're waiting for somebody to send you some money and you're just like,
1: I didn't get around to sending it to you because right. I'm waiting for waiting on it from them. Yeah. Right. And so, you know, you do have that cash flow issue sometimes, and sometimes it causes you to, to do things. that, that That's life. Mm-hmm. I just
0: spoke with a plumber yesterday. I'll give you one quick story here before we go off to break. And that is, I just talked to a, a plumber here the other day. He's been in business for two years. So he was a plumber that worked for a company. And then he decided to break off because, hey, why wouldn't I want to make my own money instead oh, of money for sense. the company? Right. right? Mm-hmm. And now in his mind, nothing changed. Changed. He's still a plumber. In my world, everything changed. You're now self-employed versus getting that W-2, that right. regular paycheck every week. So not only is he now newly self-employed, two years in, his first year was a little iffy, right? Because we've got a lot of expenses to pay for and a lot of things to set up and customers to set up and all of that. So his first year was a little weak, but his second year was awesome. And right. this is where he expects to make his income so he knows it's stable. He wants to buy that condo downtown, that non-warrantable condo because uh, it's going to be centrally located for him. So he can launch off and get to Plymouth fast or Minnetonka or Woodbury or wherever in the city that he needs to go to. Uh, So almost everything that he mentioned was like, oh my gosh, you are so non-QM. It's painful. We're able to help this gentleman, okay? I can do a non... If you're if you're a guy who's, who wants to buy a non-warrantable condo, condo using asset depletion income or gift funds for a down payment, and maybe your debt to income's at 50%, and your FICO's only at 620, your FICO score with credit. See all the layers we're talking right. about here? Normally chickens? that would be, no, no, no. Yeah, exactly right, yeah. We can do that loan, even if you are wait for it, two years out of bankruptcy. So even if you've had events in your past, we can help you with that. Please call me.
3: All right. Well, we are going to be able to take your calls here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show and give you some more information on how you can go ahead and get that home loan and that home mortgage, even if you are a little bit out of the norm. The number is 651-641-1071. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 107.1. Our super real estate agent from Remax Results, Mimi Shoneman, is here. Also from Sierra Pacific Mortgage, Shelly Ferris is joining us as well. And uh, Shelly, I like it that you're, we call it non-qualified mortgages. That's it, yeah. You know, and you're not calling it all you non-standard weird people out there. You know, (laughs) and I think that that's great. Like, you you know, instead of feeling like we're coming from a position of, oh, I'm the weird one, nobody wants to back me. You're Mm -hmm. going, no, 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 it's Mm -hmm. totally possible. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And so I think it's refreshing that you can, if you've been told no, when you're trying to buy a house, um, and no matter where you went, uh, it's always a great idea to get a second opinion. Exactly. And so, how do they? How, what do you encourage folks to do when they've been told no? Well, I, I the, reach out. Just reach out. You know, I,
0: I I can't find you. I don't know that that's what you're thinking. You, you <laughs> right. need to reach out, folks. So, and so don't, raise be your hand. Yes. Don't, don't be afraid. Yes, don't be afraid. And so,
1: they get a hold of you how?
0: So get a hold of me on my cell phone's the best. Six one two eight three nine six nine one eight. I take texts, you know, obviously email my is my name, yes. Shelly.ferris at spmc.com. And uh, I'll respond to you there as well. But mostly, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to encourage that we sit down and meet face to face. Right. That's when I get the real meat and potatoes out of it. <laughs> so that's what. And it's that's a very pleasant,
3: easy. It's like having coffee has, with your
0: girlfriend. Like she's if got you got candy,
3: right? <laughs> she has candy. She makes it really easy. And, you know, I it just instead of going, oh my gosh, I don't know where to start. She's like, just bring me everything. I'll yes, figure it out. Yes.
1: Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Throw it in a box. Right. But, um, in all seriousness, that that credit. Uh, evaluation that you that credit check that you're offering right now tell people about that deal that's a that's a dandy deal
0: absolutely good good so again you're going to need to reach out for this I can't find you but uh, just give me a shout on one of those uh, avenues and uh, we'll set up an appointment to meet and chat about your credit I will Pull your credit if you don't have a recent credit report or you can bring yours and we'll look through it. We're going to look at your balances. We're going to look at your mix of credit. We're going to look at how long you've had credit open and I'm going I'm to take the veil off and really show you what credit is all about and why you're having the credit, maybe some of the credit woes that you're experiencing and uh, we will definitely talk in layman's terms. I won't just use uh, big scary letters or anything like that so don't hesitate to reach out and do that this is something that can take as as little as 10 minutes time or we can really peel it apart and take an hour it's a free service i'm offering still and that's a $100 value so don't hesitate to reach out
3: and I just want to let you know that Kim did get back to us on Twitter and she said, thanks for answering my questions with four options off the top of your head. So well done, Shelby. <laughs> Good, excellent. Well done. You Good. can also, I mean, that is not, you know, that the fact that, you know, we can even, you can hit us up on Twitter. We will come
1: to you where you are, right. you know, kind of thing. There you go. Mm-hmm. We will get there. So let's give a, a, let's talk a little bit about bankruptcy. You mentioned that at the last mm-hmm. uh, segment. So if somebody has had been forced into bankruptcy because maybe they, um, had a small business that didn't take off the way they had hoped. Uh, maybe there was some health challenges and they had things happen. Maybe it was a divorce that right. caused things to go into turmoil. What do you see when folks come into you and that they have been, they're either facing bankruptcy? Potential or they've already gone through it,
0: right? Yeah, bankruptcy. It, that's a hard thing. I mean, that's that's a life event. Nobody wants to go through bankruptcy. Right. Nobody sets up their life and says, and then in 2019, I'm going to claim bankruptcy. It'll be so does fun, yeah. right? No, that's not a fun thing to go through. Um, just like foreclosure, another life event that can happen to you. No one, you know, strikes out and says, "This is this is my plan." But it it happens. Life happens to you. So in the past, when life has happened to you. You. Um generally speaking, as a mortgage professional, I would point you in the FHA direction. We okay. would look at FHA because FHA will look at you after uh two years of bankruptcy and three year or yeah, three years of foreclosure. And you know, so so that has kind of been our go-to when people have had a life event. Well, we don't have to look at that anymore because sometimes people come in and they say, Okay, shall I um I had this bankruptcy and then my grandma passed away, unfortunately, the year later and I've got all this money I'm sitting on that I want to put in down payment and I don't want to do an FHA mortgage because I'm going to have mortgage insurance and all these other things that are going to be on me even though I've got all this money that I've put down on the mortgage. So I really don't want to go down that route. And I used to just put my arms up in the air and say, sorry, but that's the rules. I mean, I don't make the rules. Those are the rules. Well, now we can look at you and say, Okay, you fit the non-qualified mortgage um, uh, attribute. So maybe you are regular W 2 person. Maybe your credit score is six hundred and fifty. Right. Maybe so you're okay on all these other things except for this. You haven't had four years since your bankruptcy, so you can't do conventional mortgage stuff. Right, but you can do a non-qualified conventional mortgage after two years after bankruptcy. So we're just gonna what what it is is the mold has gotten bigger. We've we've. We're We're encompassing more of these people. So they're able to do the conventional mortgage that they're after. They don't want to have mortgage insurance. So they're going to put that strong down payment and they're going to go the non-qualified way. And Shelly,
3: is that another example of what's the difference between going to you who's like a broker that has all these different products versus going to just one? You know, you know, I love my credit union, but they have
0: one product. And that's a Perfect example. Credit unions are great institutions. I'm not poo-pooing them; they right. have their place, but they do not open up the mortgage envelope as wide as someplace somebody like me. Right. Um, I'm not specifically a broker, but more a correspondent lender. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And but um, because the word broke, why I correct, correct that? Is because that word got to be a bad connotation in our business Fair back enough. in the back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, but it really means what a broker means or a correspondent lender means is they've got many avenues to look at. Wonderful. It's not just one big box banks that yes. they're going to sell that mortgage to. There's lots and lots and lots of avenues, and I'm going to plug you in where I think you plug in best. Kind of like a home insurance company that has many many options, and maybe you've had an insurance event, and so they know the not not send you to this company or this company. They're going to go to this company. Okay, so that's similar, exactly the same. and like I said, I'm really glad you brought up the credit union because they're a great company. They do great things, uh, but they don't do everything. And right. We do everything, folks. Fair enough.
1: Got it, and everything is what we want (laughs) because
0: sometimes you need everything. That's right. Yeah, I talked to a gal last week. She does she does jewelry sales, and so she you know you we've all been to those parties, and she does jewelry sales, and she's been doing it for uh, five years, but she doesn't get a regular paycheck. She's ten ninety nine. They just deposit her deposits into her bank account, and that's it. Well, guess what? She's a non qualified mortgage. I'm going to take her last twenty four months worth of bank statements. I'm going to add up all of the deposits for the last 24 months. And that's my income that I get to use that hundred and some odd thousand dollars divided by 24. And that's how I come up with her monthly income. Gotcha. So she fits outside the box. She's not going to come in with a pay stub. No. So if you're used to saying, you know, you hear from somebody, okay, bring your pay stub, your bank statement, your last two years of tax returns, and that's not going to work for you. No. Call me.
1: Okay. And so, you know, we're taking appointments this week um we're sitting down scheduling appointments for buyer consultations and credit review checks. And so if you know someone that's in the market or even somebody who's renting that they may not even think that they could it could work for them, we want you our listeners to refer your friends and family to us. We want you to call us at 651-578-2218 to schedule your appointment where we sit down and we explain the ins and outs of the home buying process and the mortgage process. We have available appointments, so be sure and reach out to both Shelly and myself. You can check out our website, Mimi at MN Red Hot Real Estate is our email, and MN Red Hot Real Estate is our website. And you know, since so many people are out there doing their
3: whole Con Marie cleanup, you know, purging of things in their house, how great would it be to put all of those things into a box and let someone like Shelly, who is an expert at this organize them for yes, you because yes. maybe you've been looking at it and you know that they're all in one place but you don't know where to start as far as that organization Do I is it alphabetical should i put them high to low right let, <laughs> let shelly look at it and go here's the things you really need to keep the and the rest yeah pink ones Sorry, the rest i'll shred maybe you know because i know i keep things and you're like i don't even need that mm-hmm. why do you still have it mm-hmm. so let the person who is the expert at it take this fire trap out of your
0: basement
1: for you. So, so. so Shelly's looking going, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> what have I just done? I'm
0: thinking, I'm going to stop by Best Buy on the way home and, and get, get some a bunch of, of, of these accordion <laughs> folders. <Exactly. Yeah. laughs>
3: so again, Shelly, your number is 612-839-6918. That's yes. 612-839-6918. And one more time, the website for you, Mimi? MNRedHotRealEstate.com. And you can find us at MyTalk1071.com, keyword Red Hot.